Welcome to the Lotus Podcast, a show about spirituality, healing, and achieving a higher consciousness. I'm Phoenix. And I'm Phone Boy. And welcome to episode six, uh, with it with an auspicious start, even, uh, which you know happens when you're when you run live and you're doing it after the big show, the the no That's agenda show. Right. That I'm That's I'm ex- I've been looking Fuck forward it, to this. We'll go live. <laughs> exactly. Well, we're doing it live. And not only that, right. um, yeah, this is um yeah, so this so happy new year, everybody. And uh well, yeah. happy new year, everybody. And and this is yeah, the little podcast that could. Um it's uh yeah. Telling we, you what? Yeah, we started six very, episodes in and, and six is a beautiful number. It is a beautiful number. Um I, I agree with that. And so um yeah, I guess uh, you know, we also have something to mark the occasion. I guess we can talk about that. So Yes, we do. Uh, matter of fact, we might as well. Uh, well, let's let's tell everybody what we're going to be doing today. We're uh, we're discussing big pharma. And the lies that it propagates. Yep. Oops. Oh, I got it. Oh, so, you know, so. let me, it would help if I actually turned up my clips, wouldn't it? Uh, let's do that. It would. Drugs are bad. You shouldn't do drugs. Yeah, there we go. Yeah. That's right. Even if they are legal over the counter. Yeah. So that prescribed is, by your legal drug dealer known as your yeah. primary care physician. Yeah, exactly. Um and yeah, drugs drugs are definitely bad. And I've actually got I've got a few things to say about that given my own health journey. Um but I think we were gonna do a toast, right? Uh, we are. Uh, matter of fact, I uh, I sent you a bottle of the finest muscadine wine that I've ever put my lips around mm. uh, from Solly Notch Vineyard in uh, Monroe, I believe it's Monroe. I always call it Sweetwater, but they call it Madisonville. That's what it is. Madisonville, Tennessee. Solly Notch, giving y'all a shout out. And we're going to be enjoying a bottle of Dragon Canoe. Dragging. It actually is named after an Indian chief. So we are going to crack this open. And you could tell it's high dollar, high quality because it doesn't even have a cork. <laughs> yeah, that's right. So, But it is... Mm. Truly some of the finest muscadine wine you will ever put in your mouth, yeah. and I hope you enjoy it. All right. Well, you know, we got we to gotta do that. And, uh, yeah, we got to – I'm pouring it in my high-class no-agenda mug um, that, uh, you know, because I don't have a wine glass up here in my uh, in my, in my my dungeon. But the uh, – I do have – Yes, Blitz, you did hear the screw top. Like I said, hi, Dalla. Yeah. As but I said, I'm drinking it out of a fucking mug. So there you go. Uh well, we'll post the. We're gonna post a picture of the bottle and also my nice little, you know, what I call my shot wine glass because this thing's about two chugs and it's empty. So, yeah, uh, yeah. Lachaim. Lachaim. That's very good. Uh, I gotta say. Uh, mm. Yeah. Nothing I'd rather be drinking while podcasting yeah. with someone I wouldn't be rather podcasting with but anybody else. Thanks, oh, there you boy, go. the band, the myth, the legend. Yeah, I'm just a, you know, I, I, yeah, I'm just your just your ordinary average tech geek, I guess. Um, so well, you're more tech geek than I am. Well, sure. yeah, I'm um, a tech tard. Although I, I still, it, it, you know, it still amazes me we're doing this over a uh, over a phone. <laughs> so um, that is a that's a whole other uh, whole other topic for a whole other time. Let's say. Uh, Let's get into the uh, let's get into the show topic here. Um, although I guess we get we should also just sort of do all the usual sort of stuff. Um, we do take voicemails on the show, and I think after we get done with our presentation, if people want to call in live, you can do that. Um, I think I'll have that set up, and so. Um, 
But you can you can give us a call at 253-237-3321 and leave a voicemail asking your question. Uh, afterwards, uh, after, we, after we're done playing all the voicemails, if anybody wants to call in live, we'll go ahead and do that. Um, but uh, no, but we've got uh, you know we've got we got a, we got some content here to go through and uh, and uh, yeah that's uh, but we're, we're gonna so we're gonna go ahead and get started and if you want to send us an email there's uh, you can send it to phoneboy at lotuspodcast.net you can do the same thing with phoenix at lotuspodcast.net and also uh, yeah we I, I I did see that somebody uh, and I'm gonna guess Cotton Gin based on what what I saw in, in our in our pound Lotus Pod room uh, on Zero Note uh, that he that he sent some uh, that he sent a boost uh, we appreciate that we certainly like all of the Ooh, thank you, uh, you know, I think it was I think it said fifteen hundred uh, sats which I'm cool with Ooh. it's all of that and uh, oh, yeah. yeah so uh, so thank you and uh, we uh, so yeah we also are you know, we are definitely part of that value for value network and so. So uh, there's links on lotuspodcast.net under uh, you know, value for value, and you can see the ways that you can uh, that you can uh, give us your fiat fund coupons or give us those newfangled satoshis. Um, we, we we like both, and uh, we are. Um, we're certainly happy to take your contributions and uh, you know and further the cause. It's a as I say, we're val- we're definitely value for value podcasting 2.0 compliant and all of that stuff. So um, and we, and we and we also appreciate your your trollage and uh, tonight today we're using the no agenda room because we're streaming there as well as uh, in you know in in Pound Lotus Pod. Uh, you can definitely go there and and uh, and participate in the conversation. Uh, so uh, I guess we'll start talking about. Um, I'll start talking about drugs, but what I'll, I'll I'm going to approach it from my health journey, which we talked about in the last episode, which is, um, and uh, you know, we talked about how I uh, lost 150 pounds and revert, and I didn't. What I didn't really mention is, yeah, I reversed a bunch of uh, conditions in the process, but I also got rid of all the drugs I was on. Um, so mm-hmm. I was, so I was taking just for just for the sake of argument, I was taking metformin, I was taking a high blood pressure medication, I was taking. Um, I, I'm trying to, I'm trying to remember what else I was taking a statin. Um, and, 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 you know, I could have taken more things. And typically when you get on those drugs as, you know, that it's, as a Vinnie Tortorich refers to it as the fat man's cocktail. Uh, and you start, you know, and, and, the, and typically you don't get off of those drugs. Once you start, you tend to, uh, remain on them forever and ever and ever. And, um, and yeah, and and my goal when I was doing my weight loss journey wasn't to lose weight; it was to reverse type two diabetes because I didn't want to be big pharma's bitch, as Blitz uh, says in the in the troll room. Uh, I'm definitely mm-hmm. so um, so I wanted to do what was right so that uh, I would actually be. Um, that I that I that I would get healthier, and so that's and that's and, and it seems like most of what, what what pharma has done is yeah, it gets you addicted. And you know, for those of you who who listen to No Agenda, and if you're listening right now, you probably are, um, you know. You you are probably uh, paying attention to that, um, but uh, in, but in, in all but uh, or you you know you know about how evil the, the drug companies are, and we're going to actually talk about some of the stuff that we've that we've uncovered in our own research and 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 so on. Um, but uh, you you know that uh, well you know as, as as the clip says, drugs are bad. You shouldn't do drugs. Yeah, but you know, of course, of course, uh, you know, our the, the the counselor on South Park is referring to you know like marijuana and not the ones that come from the your your uh, your legalized uh, drug dealer, the i.e. your healthcare system, which is neither about your health nor does it care about you. Um, so, and that's and that was one of those things that uh, you know that, that you and run into. I personally into. would, <laughs> I'd personally rather put the uh, the good herb in my body than any kind of 
you know, yeah. pharmaceutically manufactured trash. Yeah, exactly. Uh, you know, I, I wish I had the smoke weed every day drop that uh, Sir Spencer has on his show. Um, so. Oh, hold. Wait, this is what a podcaster's for. Let yeah. me find it and not look like an idiot. Well, there you go. Smoke weed every day. Oh, no, except it kind of cut off there at the end, but yeah. It did cut off. I apologize. I'll have to get a new one. Oh, well. But at least I was able to pick it up in the clutch. Well, there you go. Yeah, this is, yeah two podcasters with a soundboard. This is always uh, this is always a dangerous thing. So, um, Be afraid. Be very afraid. Exactly. So what, what's funny, so, I over, so I, I'll go through some of my progression with getting rid of these meds. Um, so metformin was actually pretty easy to get rid of because, and that was actually, I think that was the first one I got rid of because uh, my blood sugar base, once I started eating right, uh, my blood sugar went to a point where I didn't need the drugs to lower it anymore. Uh, kind of funny how that works. Of course, they never tell you how to eat properly. They just say, uh, eat less and move more and don't really tell you how to eat less and move more uh, in, in, in any sort of sustainable way. You, you, you're trying to figure it out. And the advice they give you is, uh, well, bullshit is the best way to describe it. Um, and in fact, I might even, in fact, let's see if I even, even got have it. the drop. I know you do. Well, I did. But I've also got, but, uh, but you know, this is, uh, let's see, um, I don't know that there's a lot of, there's a lot of things I have clips for, but, uh, you know, most, I don't know if most of the advice I get from my doctor, I don't have time for this bullshit. Yeah, definitely don't have time for Yeah. Because they spend most of their time actually behind the computer and, and not, and not so much time talking to you. And they only spend like seven minutes or something like that. So, um, so and also something to uh, go along with that is that, uh, my girlfriend, turned me on to this show on Netflix called um, Fantastic. Ah, shoot. I'm going to have to look it up. I've screwed up the name. Basically, it's about uh, mushrooms, like not the psilocybin type, although, you know, <laughs> we, we could mess with that. But um, natural mushrooms. Matter of fact, the one she named most prominently was the lion's head mushroom. And she has been a lifelong diabetic, born, you know, born with it. And she said when she started ta uh, taking this uh, mushroom blend that she got from the company that's featured, it, it's called Fantastic Fungi. That's what it is. Um, yes. See uh, Brooklyn, I see you, you put fungi. Yes. Yeah. The lion's head or lion's mane, that is the, um, that is the mushroom. And uh, it's in a blend that she started taking. And she said that it lowered her blood sugar so dramatically that she was like in the 30s when she was taking her meds. She actually had to stop taking her big pharmas uh, because she was taking this mushroom blend. And, you know, absolutely kudos to that, because if you can find something that, you know, comes from Mother Earth and not something from, you know, motherfuckers, as you will. Yeah, I'm all about that. Yeah, exactly. So. Um, and that was the first drug to go. And I, and, and I remember my, my blood sugar was getting into the fifties, uh, when I was taking the drugs. And so I talked to the, you know, and I asked my doctor, I'm like, can I stop taking this now? He's like, yeah, you can stop taking it now. Okay. Um, and so, you know, my blood, and, and so, yeah, my blood sugar is not, um, you know, it, it's, it could be a little lower, but it's, it's pretty stable, which is good. So and that's, and that's actually what you want is to, for it to be stable. Now that was the first drug I got rid of. Um, the second drug I got rid of was a statin. And I mean, and I'll, and I'll talk about that because, um, 
so I asked my doctor uh, at some point after, you know, as I, as I started getting better, I said, so, okay, why am I taking a statin? He said, well, your cholesterol is keep your cholesterol in check. And because you've had the risk of diabetes, this is, you know, one of those things, it's one of the sort of the standards of care. I said, so, um, so it's, it's not that you've actually tested to know that I've actually got cardiovascular disease. It's that you think that, that it's just because of, you know, risk factors that you're giving it to me. Why don't we determine exactly if I, what my risk is of cardiovascular disease by doing a, by doing a calcium scan. This is, so what they, and what they do is, you know, so they, they, you go, um, they also, it's also a CT angiogram. I think it goes a little bit deeper, but a calcium scan, they, they put you under a, um, you know, or they, you know, they, they, they do a quick scan of your heart and they, they put you in the tube kind of thing and, and, and spin around and take, you know, take x-rays and find out if you have any calcium in the deposits in, in, in your heart. Um, and uh, you get a score. This is what they call the Agustin store. And it's a, and, and uh, the lower that score, the better. And so I got a zero, which means that I got nothing, right? That everything's healthy. Now, they did find an aneurysm in there, uh, which they didn't operate on. It just means that one of my one of my aortas is bigger than it should be. Uh, don't know if it's going to grow or not. That's something I need to go back and have checked periodically. But as far as my cardio... Yeah, that's scary. Yeah. As far as my cardiovascular risk goes... Yeah, it's a you know it's a calcium score of zero, and it, and if you plug that into the various calculators that are out there for you know risk of cardio you know like a heart attack or whatever, if you got a calcium score of zero, then chances are things are fine, right? So I basically told my doctor, no, I'm not taking a statin. And oh by the way, you you should always read the side effects of these drugs that they that that your doctor prescribes you, which they don't tell you about. One of the side effects of this of of, of this you know, simvastatin or whatever it was that they they put me on was that it can give you type 2 diabetes that thing that i actually reversed on my own i'm i told you know and then i ended up getting a new doctor because my old doctor had moved out of the area or whatever but um, i told you know i told my new doctor i said look I'm not taking a drug where the thing I reversed is a side effect uh, just because my cholesterol's high and i've got a calcium score of zero so bite me um and so the doctor and, and you know and the doctor asked a couple of qualifying questions because one of the also one of the side effects of a statin is uh muscle um you know, it's issues with your muscles and stuff. And I, so I kind of, I kind of played along. And so now there is a, there is a, I have an allergy in my, in my, uh, in my medical file of statins as, a, as an allergy. Uh, so therefore they will not prescribe me statins ever again. So I'm very happy about that, that I consider that a win, uh, all things considered. Um, and yes, that is, and, yeah, and as somebody who does a lot of running, yeah, I don't want to mess with them. And that's actually what my doctor told me to do for my aneurysm. He said, yeah, just you know, all that running you've been doing. Yeah. Keep doing that. So, okay. So, um, although I haven't been running the last week because there's a lot of snow on the ground up here in the, in the Pacific Northwest. And yeah, it, it's, it, it, it just walking is a, is a potentially treacherous. And so, uh, I have not been running, but, um, but yeah, now this is actually something that I want to talk. And then, um, and what I'll mention with this too, so there's a website, uh, there, there's something in drug trials called the number needed to treat. And it's, so it's, if you go to the nnt.com and we'll have a link in the show notes, but you can find that there is actually uh, that with with certain drugs, it's, it's it's how many people need to be treated with the drug for one per, for one person to be able to have a, a benefit. And what you find out with statins is that the risk of a complication is higher than the um, 
then the risk that or, or the, you know, the, the benefit that you might get from the act from actually taking the drug. So another, so for I, I'd have to go look it up. I should I should have had this uh, pulled up before we started. But uh, but the idea being that with this, uh, yeah, you find out that more that you again, you have a higher risk of something bad happening on a statin than something good happening. Now, granted, you know, this, this is this is one of those things with drugs. It's informed consent, right? You should they, you should, you know, if it, there are times when taking a statin is the right thing to do uh, for most people that, you know, they treat it like Pez and, and dispense accordingly. Um, and guess what? That's probably not what you want to do. And I think that's what, you know, so you need to start asking questions about your drugs and it's, you know, and by the way, with, with these COVID vaccines, kind of the same thing, right? They're, they're not doing, you know, they're not giving you the, 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 the full load as far as what are the, you know, what are the potential issues with this? And oh, by the way, they're, you know, the, the drugs are still under emergency youth authorization or whatever, and they're playing games with it. So, um, you know, it's all about informed consent. Do I know what this drug is going to do that I'm going to, when I take it, right? And, and what are the potential side effects of it? And, and, and can I live with those risks? And, and I've never once had those discussions with my doctor. I've had to go read the things on my own and go, yeah, I'm not taking this drug because you're, this drug has a side effect. And that actually leads into something I was <clears throat> going to talk about, which is, you know, as humans, we are trained to respect and obey authority figures and doctors are seen as authority figures. And it's really, you know, it's, it's really ridiculous the number of people who don't have the gumption or maybe they're afraid, you know, because they see the doctor figure as an authority that, you know, I, you know, oh, I can't question him or I can't ask questions. The hell you can't. The more questions, the better. And I, I do remember now an, uh, an ad campaign at one time um, where it said, you know, talk to your doctor and da, 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 da. Um, you know, I, I'm a big proponent of question everything, trust nothing. So, you know, it's really important for people to ask questions and be informed. You know, don't just blindly accept a, a prescription that your doctor hands to you because, you know, a lot of times, as you, you know, pointed out, the cure can literally be worse than the disease, essentially. Oh, yeah. And that's and that's a that's a huge issue. Um and you got to and you got to be wary about that. And, you know, and let's and I would even so. Yeah. And I think you have to ask these questions and realize that, yeah, every drug, there's a potential for benefit, but there's also a potential for risk. And, and and honestly, if there's a if there's a non pharmaceutical solution to the problem, you should take that. Right. Like everything I did to uh, reverse my health conditions did not involve pharma. It was in fact, if anything, I went with I, I went against the the standard medical advice. Right. As far as, you know, as far as diet and, right. you know, and all that stuff. Um and so you have to, and I think, you know, this is, and I, you know, we all want to just take a pill and make it go away, right? It doesn't work that way. And in fact, I'd say a lot of things that you take, we're, we're going to get into this, is there's a lot of stuff that, um, you know, there, there's just, there's a lot of stuff that you don't know, you really don't know what you're taking and you don't know how it's, you really don't know how it's made. You don't know if it's actually, you know, if it's really the the stuff, right? So, and yeah, we are going to get into that because that's, uh, I think that's, uh, that that's where I think the, uh, um, you know, that's where things get uh, interesting. So. Now there's one there's other. There's also another part of that. Yeah, uh, go ahead. Yeah. Really quick. Um, and, and I'm sorry, I didn't mean to interject. Um, another thing that I think people need to understand, and you know, I I spent enough time working in the medical system, EMS, and things like that. One thing I think people don't realize is <clears throat> when you go into the hospital, for example, um, yeah, you sign that piece of paper that says I consent to treatment, you know, yada yada, et cetera, et cetera. But what? patients don't understand or the families who are able to speak on their behalf, you can revoke that consent at any time. 
just because you said, okay, I consent for the doctor to treat me doesn't mean, and, and I'll give an example of this. Okay. And I, and I think I, I may have even uh, mentioned this on last night's show when my husband had his quadruple bypass. Um, that's when he found out that he was a diabetic. Now we don't know if the heart attack caused it or, you know, I suspect it wasn't, but that's irrelevant to the fact he, um, he had, uh, his blood sugar had gone up and the nurse came in with a syringe and a vial of insulin. And I said, what's that all about? Oh, well, his blood sugar's up. We're going to give him insulin. I said, over my dead body, you are. I'm like, you you need to stay as far away from him as that as you can. And he looked at me and he's like, and he looked at the nurse. He's like, give me a second. He looked at me. He said, what's the deal? I said, you realize if you go on that, you can't come off it. I said, that's going to damage your body more than it's already going through with trying to recover from this. I'm like, don't you dare. You request, and I hate to say it, but I would much rather have had him taking the metformin and the glimperide at that point than to take that insulin, because at least you can walk yourself off those two. There is a hell of a trip to come back off that insulin if you're ever able to do so. So when the nurse came back in, he was like, yeah, nope, that's that's a fat pass. And I had to do a lot of that. Um, thanks to all the NA. Uh, producers out there, when my mom was in the hospital, shout out to y'all and thank you for your courage because you all saved my mother's life and she'll never know people she's never met. Uh, Dr. Chris and a few others uh, whose names escape me right now. Uh, the advice that you gave was absolutely priceless. And um, I actually was able to stop the remdesivir that they were giving her uh, and a, a couple other things. Um, you know, he sent me the uh, the Math Plus protocol and I was able to, you know, basically slam it in the doctor's face and tell him, you know, cut the shit. I'm not fooled by your voodoo and your protocols are killing people. And, uh, yeah, I don't think they like me too much. And, uh, you know how many fucks I have to give? None. Yeah, you're well over your fuck budget, as the saying goes. Way over. Yeah. So, yeah, just know, people, just because you go in. For a treatment, you can revoke consent at any time if you do not feel that the care you are receiving is the correct care for what you believe in medically or if you have a way to be able to overcome something without all the chemical cocktail that they want to pump you through and through with. Yeah, exactly. And and yeah, and of course, when you find out what those chemicals are or might not be, then you really may not want to do it. Um and so I'll get on to my third, the, the third drug that, that, I, that I had to get off of, which is a blood pressure medication. Now, um, now of course, they wanted me to be on a blood pressure medication. My blood pressure was initially, when, when I was first diagnosed with type 2 diabetes back in 2014, yeah, my blood pressure was really high. So, of course, they put you on drugs. Um, now they, um, they moved, so, but, uh, you know, and as I improved my health, things got better, but they wanted me to keep it tightly controlled because I have an aneurysm, and yeah, that can, you know, that, that can be a day record when that happens. Um, so uh, that is, that's something you got to be, you got to be careful of. And, um, but uh, anyway, they, uh, so um, I was taking a drug, it seemed to be working okay. And then, and then I got a new, got a, got a refill of the prescription and it stopped working. And so I had to go back to the doctor. I'm like, okay, doc, what's going on? And so they put me on a different, different med. Now, I didn't know this at the time, but um, but I think I know what happened now with that is because uh, so and, and this will get into, I think, the meat of uh, what we're going to be talking about today. Uh, so I so through my health journey, I've been listening to my share of podcasts and um, and and I've and I listened to uh, uh, Catherine Eban on a uh, on 
a couple of podcasts, and she wrote this book called Bottle of Lies. And it, and it goes into the story of, well, basically like, uh, you know, the generic drug boom and like just how freaking scary generic drugs are these um uh, or you know you got to be really careful with the generic drugs um so yeah if you if you hear and i i listened to this book i actually uh downloaded it on audible so that i could listen to it and i'll tell you um i was uh yeah i was yelling at the air i was cursing out loud and you know my my husband was like what is wrong with you? And I'm like, oh my God, you're not going to believe this damn book. You know, this, this really just talks about the evils of, you know, generic drugs and how they're made and the, you know, the standards or lack thereof that are being exercised in other countries. And sadly to say in our own country, it's so eye opening and frankly nauseating like it. Oh my God. It, it's a heavy reader or, or listen as it were. Oh, it, oh, it very much is. And, and I still haven't gotten through all of it myself. I'm still, I'm still working my way through it. Um, but, um, you know, and it really starts with there's, so in the eighties, a lot, I think a, a lot of bad things happened in the eighties, apparently. Um, and, um, and this is, and this, and I think this is where the, the, the generic drug laws got liberalized because it used to be that generic drugs had to go through the same, basically the same approval process um, that, that, that regular, that, you know, that conventional drugs went through. And so we didn't have a lot of, um, you didn't, you didn't, you know, and there was also some, you know, very, there was also very strict rules about what you could advertise on, t on television, right? So, um, you know, that all got liberalized too. And so what you end up with is, um, you know, now, you know, now you have the, uh, you only get the common side effects and they, you know, you spent, you know, they spend all the time saying how great the drug is and you know and they give you they, you know they they don't spend a lot of time talking about all the side effects only like the, the most serious ones um and so um but the, but i think that this is this was something that was uh that ended up they that that they that they discovered like uh um you know so Catherine eban was is an investigative reporter and was doing um you know got it you know got into this and, and determined that um you know in, in talking to people at the fda oh by the way like you know because there's a list of names in this book right at the beginning of it there's a uh so the name scott gottlieb should be familiar to, to most any no agenda listener because because he's the current head of the fda um his name comes up in this because Chill. yeah big pharma shill right uh so and a lot of and, and so the 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 story in this book is about a, a drug company called rambaxi which has now no longer exists they got bought by some other company but um they, they that they, this was some pfizer i think it was pfizer execs or something that that went off to this to the to this uh, drug manufacturer in India to try and um, you know to try and make drugs there and and so now that what's so you know you would think that all this so all the drugs are you know so a lot of the a lot of the uh, the generic drugs that you have are manufactured in foreign countries, and oh, by the way, uh, different. You know, um, the your your pharmacy will switch um, suppliers from time to time because you know, they get a better price, right? Because you know, they're you know they're driven by insurance cost and best price, and you know I don't know my insurance company owns uh, you know owns one of the pharmacies, so uh, you know vertical integration right there. Um, and, yeah, no uh, less than 110 different generic drugs uh, just for a number. Um, yeah, at at the time of research, anyway. Mm -hmm. uh, made just by one company that's just one yeah company. exactly and there are multiple companies who when the patents on these drugs expire they buy the patents for pennies on the dollar and the, the regulations that you know they have to adhere to are they're hiding a lot of shit i'm just gonna say uh it really opened my eyes and frankly i don't want anything to do with any 
thing that isn't of the natural variety at this point. Well, exactly. And and it gets, yeah, it gets much worse too, because then what you end up with is, um, yeah. And, 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 and it's, and that's, you know, that's, and that's actually, you think that, you know, then people think, oh, the FDA should save us, right? Well, not, not so much. Um, so, Here's the FDA a, is full of shit as much as Big Pharma's full. Well, of shit. exactly. Well, it's, well, FDA is staffed by by Big Pharma, so why would why would you think any differently? Um, so, but the, but uh, it's not a um, and and again, the rules in different countries may be different. We're talking about the United States specifically. Um, yeah, it's one of the biggest drug markets in the world. Um, so the you know, but the and the FDA, one of the things that they're tasked with doing is to is to um, you know, is to do these inspections. Now, let's think about the logistics of doing a doing an inspection at a foreign plant in India from people from the United States. You got to get passport. You got you to get passports and visas and all of the you know all of the the bull crap. So there's no showing up to a to a to a drug uh, um, you know to a to a drug site in India unannounced, right? That's just that's just not that just doesn't going to happen. So you know. So and am I the only one whose mind that completely blows out of the water? Because I I found out OSHA's the same way. They fucking warn you when they're coming. That is the dumbest shit I've ever heard in my entire life. Yeah, exactly. And so when you're warned that people are coming, then of course they can, they could, you know, it's like, oh, quick, hide the contraband, right? Um, yeah, I should, uh, I should write down hide the contraband as a, as a show title because I'm, because yeah, I've, I've not been writing down show titles. And this is, this is part of the problem with the, with all of this. You gotta say, you know, hide the contraband. It's the, uh, but, uh, and that, and that's actually what's happening with, you know, so when you get these warnings to actually join the, um, you know, to, to do these inspections, yeah, they, you know, they, they hide the contraband or they, they make things look like they're on the up and up. Um, uh, it is, uh, yeah. And they, they are, con- and like cold acid says, yeah, they're just, yeah, they're controlled by the business they're uh, supposed to regulate. And that's, and that's the sad truth. Um, so with all of these, um, you know, with, and, and yeah, that's, and that's, and that's, so they, so they show up and they're, you know, they're led around the facility and shown what they want, what the, what they want them to be shown they're, you know, they, but if you look in, if, if you read some of the stuff that, um, that uh, Catherine Eban has in this book, you know, and again, it's based on research. She, it's, it's based on interviews she's had with people that were involved with it and, and, and you know, in, in, in all of that. Um, yeah, there's been um, that a lot of these reports that say the drug is effective as it is, is falsified. It's, you know, down, there's downright fraud. It says it's, it's made this way and it's really not made that way. And in fact, you know, they're trying to spread the drug as far as possible, as wide as possible and sell as many of them as possible. Um, and the drugs are sometimes, you know, they, they cut corners sometimes to make these drugs. Um, so you might be getting the correct ingredients, but if it's put together the wrong way, then it's not going to be as effective or it might be even harmful, in fact. Um, and this is this is a real problem. I think it's, a you know, and this is where, um, you know, and yeah, there's there's outright fraud. And, and guess what? You know, and this is this is I think this is the most important thing about this is that you think that the drug that you get has been tested for efficacy. It's not. None of them are. Um, and there's, there's, there's relatively no, so the oversight that's on these companies is very, very much scary. And, um, you're not going to get, um, um, you're just, you're just not going to get, um, with, with, you know, with these guys, you're not, you're not going to get, uh, the, you know, the, the, you're not going to, you don't know what you're taking. Right. And, and honestly, don't, don't that's, forget that. yeah. And so, you know, then, so you so you've basically got an entire, you got a, you got a healthcare industry, which again is neither about your health nor it really cares about you. Um, that is prescribing these, the, the these, uh, substances. I won't, I won't even call them drugs. They're, they're, they're substances that people willingly take that they don't know what they're taking. Um, there's no, inf- there's no informed consent. There's no, there's no nothing, right? It's you're, you're, you're literally every time you take a pill, 
um, from these, you know, from, you know, the, one of these generic drugs or, you know, maybe, and I'd even extend it to maybe all the drugs out there. Um, you don't know what you're taking. Um, and there could be some nasty side effects. And, you know, and I think we could talk about, again, we can talk about this in the context of, uh, the COVID-1984 drugs, um, that yeah we you don't know what you're taking are you implying the vaccines aren't safe phone boy how dare you yeah Yeah. well but but i mean the the reality is is that we don't that you're you're assuming that the system is actually uh you know is doing its job and there's and we've you know just have to read it is read that book and look at the you know look at things like the nt.com and you realize that the whole system is kind of set up against you that you're just you're really just yeah um so but uh, there, I mean, we do. Then, I mean, that's that's kind of the story. I mean, I'm sure you've got some stories um, to to talk about as far as some of the research you've done and that kind of thing. I have actually, and you know, go, going along with what you said, you know, in listening to this book, you know, there was a really good point made that a lot of this shit is tested on like rats and things like that, who their bodies, their systems are not that close to humans. So, you know, like you said, what are you really getting? What's really in there? Yeah. And it's it's scary. You know, it and it's a little nauseating if I'm honest, you know. And you know, one of one of the quotes that she lists in this book came from uh Bristol Myers Squibb Company and it is quote, the priceless ingredient in every product is the honor and integrity of its maker. That right there says all you need to know. Because if you're going to actually have that as your motto and then you're going to do the nefarious dark shit that that and all these other drug companies have done for shame and how dare you. And I think people really need to step back and think, what the fuck am I putting in my body? I mean, just have a real talk with yourself, ladies and gentlemen, because wow, there's no other word short of wow to think about what are we doing you know, are these, these companies definitely don't have our best interest in mind. Let's just face it. Okay. They're replaced with their hearts, our cash registers, you know, their, their bottom lines are dollar bills. And that's all there is. There is absolutely no humanity in the drug companies, the FDA. I don't think there's any government and that should speak, you know, loads in itself. But there are no government regulated agencies that have any integrity, in my opinion. I mean, please, you know, change my mind. But especially in this. Yeah, there's there is healthcare is not about your health, as you stated before. And the drug companies are not in it to help people. They are truly in it for their bottom lines and to fill their pockets with as much money as possible in the, you know, the least amount of time possible. I mean, and if you ever doubt that, all you have to do is stop and look at the massive increase in the price of an EpiPen, a medication that is literally a life and death choice of whether you live or die if you have an an anaphylactic reaction, an allergic reaction to something. That is a life-saving medication. And it used to be $30. It's now 3000 Just let that sink in for a minute. Yeah, that's yeah, and that's and yeah, and it's it's all about the money. Um, and yeah, and I think that's a huge problem, right? That there's yeah, follow the money, right? And there's and there's and that's you know that's I think that's the issue with the uh, with uh, with. You disappeared all of a sudden. Do not know where you went, but anyway. 
Oh yes, because I hit the. I thought I was on mute and not on mute. Yeah, just, I, mute buttons take are hard. Take away your mute button. Okay, mute. mute Gonna button. take away your mute button. Yeah, take away. So, so which which show title am I writing down? Am I writing down uh, two about mute buttons because mute because it keeps coming up. I keep hitting the mute button. I thought I was on the mute button. I thought I was on mute. I wasn't on mute anyway. Um, mm-hmm. you, you know what happens? Yeah. Yeah. Take your lashes, phone boy. Actually, actually, cold acid, that's the thing, is I do have a physical mute button with a light on it. However, it is off to the right because it's on the roadcaster. So, uh, that's okay. I just kicked myself out of the IRC. So, you know, clap for me. Yeah, clap for you. Well, you know, it's be, yeah, that's, that's because you were playing with your soundboard. That's right. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm a bad monkey. I yeah. shouldn't be playing with things I don't know what I'm doing. Yeah, there you go. Bad monkey. Well, maybe I'll write down bad monkey as a show title. Um, well, there you go. Yeah, because we get because yeah, we have not written down a whole lot of uh, show titles in this uh, episode like we did the when we did the episode five. We had a, I had a whole page of show titles. Um, so well, yeah. there's a reason for that. There was a lot of content that qualified as a show title. That's right. We, we're getting yeah. We're a little. I think we're a little more serious on this one. I think it's just because it's a, it's a more, it's a little bit more of a serious topic, but. Um, yeah, and, and it's just, but it, it is, yeah, that's frightening. Yeah, I mean, you know, we talk about insulin. And so, you know, here's something about insulin. Insulin was discovered, I think, in the 20s. And the the, the patent on it was sold for a dollar. Um, you know, basically, it was given away to the to you know to the medical community. So ins- you'd think insulin would be really cheap. Well, no, they they they, you know, they sell it you know for you know three hundred dollars a vial or whatever. When you know it's in for type one diabetics who you know and so t- so the difference between type one diabetics and type two diabetics there's there's many, but uh, the you know, in terms of insulin, uh, type one diabetics don't produce any or very little insulin. And type two diabetes, you know, type two diabetics uh, have ins- what they call insulin resistance, which is uh, there's they're literally their body is uh, is producing so much insulin, and your body's just basically you know resistant to its effects, and so the body has to keep producing more and more to uh, to uh, to try and lower the uh, your blood sugar and that kind of thing. Um, so it's um, but the slow acting insulin is the cheap stuff and you can still get that you know you can still get it you know at walmart or where or whatever pharmacy for relatively inexpensive the fast acting stuff you know the stuff that the big pharma has modified uh substantially yeah that's that's the really expensive stuff and of course they they want you on the fast acting stuff because that stuff's more expensive but you know they don't tell you oh well maybe if you don't eat sugar so much and you you know you just you don't you don't eat you know you you actually eat properly you don't need as much insulin and oh by the way you can you can get buy with a cheaper insulin so but no they want you to be on the three hundred dollars of vial insulin because they make more money that way and you know yeah, what, and i mean not to yeah, not to sound like a dick but uh if you know you're a diabetic and you know you're not supposed to be eating sugar uh quit fucking eating sugar i'm just gonna put it out there i mean i know it's hard you know i'm speaking from a place of experience uh i've been a sugar addict for most of my life henceforth the weight you know that i weighed and if you listen to the show last night you know we have we have great great strides being made in the you know, reduction of that weight. But yeah, I mean, I, I hate to say it. It almost kind of is like, you know, does it hurt when you punch yourself? Well, don't punch yourself. If your blood sugar goes off the, you know, off the meter because you had that slice of chocolate cake after dinner, maybe just have a bite next time instead of the whole piece. Yeah. I wonder what my blood sugar is after I finish this bottle of wine that you sent. Uh, this is really good, actually. I really like it. Do not do not hate on the muscadine. It's good for you. That's uh, what I keep telling myself as I drink the bottles. I'm just saying. Okay, well, drink the. Is that is that that's a show title? Drink the bottle. Is that is that worth? Uh, 
Oh, you know, we did have blame it on the wine the other week, yeah. so I think drink the bottle would work. Yeah, I think it is. Yeah, you know, there's there's always possibilities here. So, um, get a get a drink the bottle. Um, yeah, and that's I th- I'm gonna I'm gonna do it one way or the other. It's just a question of uh, what uh, uh, how much we are going to uh, do. So. So, um, oh, I expect this bottle will be gone by the end of this uh, the show. I'm I'm not even going to act like I'm such a prim and proper. I'm I'm pouring it glass by glass over here. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so, but but uh, for 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 those of you who are listening live, uh, if you want to uh, weigh in on this topic, uh, you have a you have a you know what? Uh, C. Brooklyn just busted out a great show title: "Drink the Insulin." Drink the insulin. Oh, okay. Well, I I, I think we can go with drink the insulin. That's that's the. Uh, uh, I didn't say drink the insulin, did I? I mean, you, you can no, do... I think it was because we were talking about insulin yeah. and how your blood sugar might spike after you finish this bottle of wine. Oh, oh got it. Yeah, drink the insulin. Yeah, we could. Yeah, I could do that too. Um, but anyway, for those who want to, uh, who have their own uh, feedback or, or uh, ideas on this topic, uh, um, give us a call at two five three two three seven three three two one. Operators are currently not standing by. It's just Google Voice at this point um, that is uh, that is standing by. But uh, we uh, we we definitely. But want we to are going to from... try to go live later tonight. You know, uh, we might as well just you know go big or go home on this. Yeah, exactly. Since since we're streaming on the No Agenda stream, let's uh, we'll we'll take some calls. But uh, um, so, but we definitely want to hear from you because um, we because you know I think I think we've all have our big pharma stories and um, and and that kind of thing. And I just and I think yeah yeah this is uh, it, it's just when you start digging into this, that's really scary. And I know on No Agenda they've they you know and, and I remember going back you know uh, I've been listening to No Agenda pr- pretty much since the beginning, and even from the beginning they're like you know what dr- you know what drugs are, you know they they never. Ask, the new big news ever asked never asked the question what what drugs were these guys on when they get when they when they shot up a bunch of people um well and it's because they sponsor the, the news right so the i mean the, the drug companies spend a ton of money and they and they they do all these things and really it's it's kind of scary um that uh that uh, we got that yeah they're um that you know again we know this there's this class of drugs that is just scary you know scary right and you wonder how much of that applies to the bigger drugs you wonder how much that applies to well the, the COVID nineteen eighty four vaccines. Uh, how much how much of that applies to the other parts of the industry? How much how much of it applies to the over the counter drugs? All of which are also manufactured in foreign countries with you know probably even less oversight than the FDA currently gives because you know the FDA is also underfunded and that kind of thing and so they can't they can't possibly inspect all of the places that drugs are coming from so um, nor can they necessarily verify the veracity of the of the reports that these companies are giving so. Yeah, if it comes in a bottle, um, yeah, maybe, uh, maybe not, maybe not consume it. Uh, you know, there's there's many other uh, medicines out there. Precisely, and you know, it. Um, <clears throat> you said that, and it brought me back to uh, being a child, and uh, I remember, and I don't know, you know, how many of y'all are old enough to remember the Tylenol scare back in the day. Uh, you know that that was a a huge thing and definitely oh, yeah. an eye opener for a young you know a young person who's you know really looking at you know my mom going um, how does that happen you know why because of course you know at that age you don't you're not red pilled yet unless you know you're lucky enough to uh, <clears throat> lucky enough to have parents who are uh, already red pilled like me and uh i've raised my kids in the same way to question everything trust nothing and do your own research so you know i'm thankful i at least uh 
interjected that into their lives and I'm seeing it come to fruition. I have one son who is vaccinated only because he had to do so for work. Boo hiss. Fuck the tyranny. And then I have my other son who said over my dead body and even then keep that fucking jab away from me. So yeah, shout out to my kids. Smart boys. At least you listen to mom once in your life. Yeah. Well, there you go. And uh, yeah, and I think there's a uh, there's something to be said for that. It's yeah. It's uh, um, maybe I'll write down red pilled parents as a uh, um, as a show title because that, that that occurred to me as a uh, that occurred to me as a title. Um, but uh, yeah, that's but that and that's and that's the thing. You got to really. Um, you know, and that's and that's the thing. You got yeah, you got to you got to uh, pay attention to all that stuff, and it's a, uh, um, and yeah, that's that's and I think for me, right, and it, it because again, it comes back to my overall health journey. You need to know what you're what you're consuming. You need to know what you're putting in your body, and you need to know what it, what impact it has on you. And I think everybody has a right to that information. Um, and when it comes to the food that we eat, when it comes to the pharma that we consume, when it comes to a, and to the media we consume, like you know, every, everything, right? We need to know what it is we're consuming and what the, you know, what the impact of that is. And if you don't know, then ask some questions and find out. Um, and, and, and it comes, you know, it's, it's not just with pharma. It's not, it's not just, it's just with everything. You have to question everything. And that's, I think as a, you know, as somebody who's been uh, long steeped in, in no agenda, um, you know, it's one of the reasons it's always appealed to me as a, as a, as a um, you know, as a, um, it, it's not just a podcast. Um, and maybe that's a show, show title too, not just a podcast. Um, but I uh, like that. Yeah. Um, that I think, uh, you know, what we, what we, uh, what you got to do with that is um, that, yeah, you, it, it's really is about questioning everything and, and don't just take everything at face value and, and, and ask some questions and just think about, you know, again, you think, you know, you know follow the money kind of stuff, right? It, it's, you have to, you have to do that. And then you realize that, oh, well, really this isn't about our health or whatever, you know, whatever we think it is. It's there's, there's something else and it. And we make it, we make find the wrong reason for it, but it still ends up being wrong. Right. And so, um, you know, um, it's funny. Um, you know, I mean, we, all, we also grew up in that era of just say no that, you know, Nancy Reagan slogan, right. Um, you know, we should, you know, we should apply, just say no to, um, you know, to a big pharma, right. That's, that's the kind of drugs we should be saying no to. And, you know, maybe saying yes to the whole herb or something, you know, something like that. I mean, I'm not, there's not, there are, there are certain other things that, you know, maybe like cocaine, which, yeah, you shouldn't be necessarily saying yes to that, but, um, maybe in the right context. Right. But, but the reality is that these regulated drugs are, are not nearly as safe as we think they are. And they're not really, you know, so it's, it's, uh, it's more about, uh, who's making the money versus, um, you know, what the, uh, um, you know, whether it's actually safe for, uh, us as people, uh, cause it's very clear. You start, when you start digging into the numbers of some of these drugs, like, and, you know, so I actually pulled up, um, so while, while we we're talking, I actually pulled up the stuff from the NNT site, um, that I wanted to bring some numbers up. So. Um, one of the things that comes up is, uh, so oftentimes, and you'll hear this as on, on, on drug ads on television, you're you know, not, um, and this is you know, the whole concept of taking a baby aspirin, uh, to, um, you know, to prevent a heart attack or stroke. And so, and again, the NNT is the number needed to treat, right? So the number of people that take the intervention to gain a benefit. So, uh, so the benefits in the NNT says, okay, we didn't prevent any deaths. Okay, that's not that's not really a benefit, but okay, at least we're not. But but one in three hundred thirty-three avoided a non-fatal heart attack. There's the magic number right there. Uh, I kind of wish I had the uh, the the magic number uh, magic number clip, but. Um, so, and it's unclear if ischemic strokes are avoided. Well, we don't know. Okay. Now, meanwhile, 
um, what you get is um, what you get is uh, you know for for harms in the NNT. So one in two hundred and fifty people suffer a major bleeding event by taking a baby aspirin. So what does this mean? That means for every so so for the first one for every three hundred and thirty three people that take the the um, I'll take the baby aspirin, one heart attack's uh, potentially avoided. Meanwhile, in, when 250 people take the, the, the aspirin, one person might get a ble- major bleeding event. And it, you know, the, the site explains all of this. And so that means you got to, that means that you got to, that means for most of the people that take the intervention, nothing's going to happen. So why take the intervention? Now, if we're talking about, a, I don't know, if it was like one in 10 or something, maybe, right? But at those numbers, no. Why would I do that? And let's, you know, so this is that, you know, that, that was, you know, for people that haven't had a heart attack for after this, this gets a little more. So if you've already had a heart, if you, if you already had a stroke, um, right. There is that, this is actually something where it's good, right? So it says, okay, so the benefits of, of taking aspirin after you've actually had a stroke is okay. One in 79 will prevent death or dependence. Uh, you know, um, one in 140, uh, will, you know, uh, will need to be treated to pre- prevent a recurrent stroke and one in 89 for complete recovery from stroke. Um, so there's some benefits, but then the harms. Okay, so now it's you get into one in 574 to cause a cause another you know a, a hemorrhage, right? And they're talking there's another hemorrhage in one in 245. So there's some actual benefit, or there or there's a there there looks like that there's some benefit of taking um, you know a, a, an aspirin after you've had a stroke, but before it's le- it's less clear. Um, you know, here's here's where we start talking about. Um, Statin drugs. This is this is where it, this is where it gets a little more interesting. We talked about statin drugs. So um, again, for statin drugs given for five years, and of course they pretty much just give them to you the whole time um, for all of this stuff. They they give you. Um, you know, they, they give you this whole thing and this, and they say, um, so the people, so, um, and this is actually really important. This is, this is another thing they talk about in the drug trials. So, um, there's a phrase that comes up called all cause mortality. No, by the way, it's relevant in the, in the COVID-1984 discussion as well. Um, and what does that mean? It literally means any, so all cause mortality is literally any reason that you die. Now we can debate why people die. What we can't debate is that they're dead, right? So it's kind of a hard endpoint, right? You can, you can, it's hard. I don't know. I I wouldn't, uh, I wouldn't, bet on that when it comes to the elections i'm just saying yeah well yeah that's a whole different discussion yeah uh, but in terms of you know in terms of medically counting right as opposed to um as opposed to uh counting votes which is a whole different discussion um but so but what that means is that that so but all cause mortality is literally any reason that you die and it's so it's a little harder to argue that whereas you know whether somebody died of covid or you know or you know i don't know type 2 diabetes or whatever yeah that's all debatable right you, you can you can say that they had that well when not they died. according to the not according to the bean counters if you had covid and you died yep you yeah, died from yeah. covid so don't fucking matter yeah so here's okay so here's where the so so i'll read this for the yeah so people have taken drugs for a long time and so what are the so what are the benefits right so um so the benefits of the NNT, so that means it's a one in 104 were helped meaning prevent at preventing a heart attack. So people that didn't have a, didn't, that weren't known to have heart disease, um, that, uh, you know, so one in 104 may, you know, so, so for every 104 per people that took the drug, one heart attack was prevented. Okay. That, that may sound, that might sound all right. But, uh, and then hundred and one in 154 were helped by preventing a stroke. Okay. That all sounds good. But then when you look at the harms, uh, one in 50, were harmed developing diabetes, that very thing that I reversed. <laughs> so um, that so it's, that's more likely I will get diabetes than be actually help help a heart attack being prevented. And then one in ten were harmed by muscle damage. Yeah, 
you shouldn't take a statin, folks, is what I'm getting at. Um, unless you've got, unless you really do have some proven heart heart risk. Um, um, you know, for even in the same thing for low risk, right? So here, so for people that have a low risk of cardiovascular disease, uh, no statistically significant mortality benefit, meaning that the the all cause mortality numbers are exactly the same, which means you may not die of cardiovascular disease, but you'll die of something else. Um, so, um, yeah, and didn't they didn't they come out and say like within the last couple of months or something? And you know, my timeline may be a little askew. <laughs> Blame it on the wine. Uh, all of a sudden now. Oh, don't take an aspirin to prevent a heart attack. And well, if you're already on it to do so, yeah, that's okay. But if you're a newbie to it, yeah, no, don't do that. I can tell you, I'm going to sit here and tell you right now. Okay. My husband took a baby aspirin from the day he had his first heart attack to the day he had his second heart attack. Didn't do a fucking thing to prevent it. Because instead of the doctor being intelligent enough to look into the fact that he has a, con a genetic condition that is what's causing these heart attacks, nope, just shove him on a baby aspirin. Just shove him on a statin. Just, you know, shove him on whatever medication because, you know, we just got to jack him all up with pills. And of course, you know, he's not, um, yeah, he's not of NA's producers, if you will. He doesn't listen uh, he probably thinks about 90% of the shit that I say is complete conspiracy theory, crackpot bullshit. And yeah, um, I have no more fucks to give. My fucks have all run dry. I try to tell him, but you know, he don't want to hear it. So yeah, yeah well. let him keep, let him keep feeding big pharma. I'll feed myself the natural, uh, the natural supplements and we're going to get through life just peachy. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. I think I'm a, I think I can relate to that uh, so, um, but I'll, I'll finish this, this stuff from the NNT about those who receive statins that have a low risk of cardiovascular disease. So, uh, again, no statistically significant mortality benefit, which means, yeah, you may not die of, of a cardiovascular disease, but you'll die of something else. Um, one in 217 avoided a non-fatal heart attack. Uh, one in 313 avoided a non-fatal stroke. Okay, that, that's those are, you know, I guess that, and again, that means one in 300, yeah, so 313 people get uh, treated, one person avoids a non-fatal stroke. Uh, harms in the NNT, one in 21 experience pain from muscle damage. Yeah, that doesn't sound good. One in 204 develop diabetes. Yeah, anyway, so I, I could go on with these things. Um, I, I highly recommend any drug that you look at, go look at the, so, you know, go look at the number needed to treat, which is, you know, it should be in, in most of the studies or whatever, uh, and, and read all of that to understand exactly. But you can, but there's a bunch of the stuff on the NNT.com that I would go, that I would go read. And it's, it's like, um, and you, again, you have to decide for yourself with any of this stuff, you have to make the decision and you have to know what you're taking and you have to do the research on it and say, is this worth, is the benefits taking this? drug worth the risks that you're taking in and you know and i kind of looked at the same thing you know again with it with the with the covet vaccines it's like okay what's you know what's the risk of uh what's the risk of catching covet or having it you know having a serious issue with covet well it's pretty small um you know, and we all know the statistics are bullshit when it comes to you know the severity of covet and this night and yeah okay uh like i said my mom had covet according to them she survived yeah, she's still got a little bit of brain fog going on. We're working on that with the doctor. Matter of fact, she's got an appointment tomorrow. And um, yeah, I'm gonna come at this guy harder than fast because he's not no he's not gonna know what hit him um, when I get in that office and start firing questions off at him because I'm pretty friggin' sure nobody does that. And when we need to, we do really need to start 
questioning things, you know, take control of your life. Don't just let big pharma or big business or any big bullshit tell you how to live your life and what to do. You know, we are still the land of the free and the home of the brave. God damn it. Why don't we start exercising it? Stand up. Okay. So I wrote down, take control of your life as a show title, by the way. Uh, I also wrote That's down, a good one. I also wrote down die, a die of something else. Uh, on the on on the show titles as well so yeah and I th- so i mean the bottom line with this stuff is that yeah the, the more you dig into this stuff the more you realize that yeah big pharma is a uh, big bs and uh and yeah there's there's other things so um that you can that, that uh, you can probably take or even just you know yeah i mean lifestyle um you know, not everything, right? There's going to be some, you know, there, I mean, honestly, I'm not saying all pharma is bad. Um, you know, I would, I would take some, you know, if, you know, if, if I had an infection and I, and I, and I needed a, needed an antibiotic for something. Yeah. I'll take an antibiotic, right? Because you're on that for 10 days and you're done. Right. Um, anything that, you know, so for, for, for chronic stuff or no, for acute stuff, right. So yeah, for the chronic stuff, you, you want to find other solutions. If it's, if it's something acute, uh, yeah, maybe taking, you know, I, I'm kind of of the opinion that maybe on that stuff might be okay. Um, um, because it's um, well it's like i talked it's like i talked about on our show where i touched on uh the first of many essential oils that i'll talk about you know like instead of reaching for the tylenol or the advil or whatever you take for a headache won't you reach for the peppermint oil won't you dot a little bit of that on you yeah See exactly how good it does yeah or yeah and even um yeah, there's or even uh, turmeric sarcumin is another example of something that's a you know kind of a, that might be better for you than than taking um, than taking Tylenol or whatever. And yeah, that's actually something I stopped doing. Um, I used to pop Tylenol you, and you know and, and those things all the time. You got to make sure that your um, you have to make sure, however, that your turmeric has black pepper in it in order for it to be effective. Yes, just, that's true. Just little yeah, hint. stuff like that. Yeah, exactly. So. Um, and that's, yeah, that, that also helps with, and, you know, and, you know, by the way, they, you know, they tell you that you want to tamp down inflammation. Now, inflammation itself is not bad. Now, chronic inflammation is, but, but in the short term, inflammation is not a, not a bad thing. So you want to, um, you know, so that's the other thing is, you know, taking the right drugs at the right time and don't overtake them, right? Whatever it is, you know, whether it's, whether it's big pharma or, you know, or a natural thing or whatever, you want to make sure that you're actually, um, that you're, taking the right intervention at the right time and not overdoing it because yeah, your body, if you, if you eat right, if you do things right, your body will figure itself out pretty quick and, and, and heal. Yeah. I mean, think about it. Okay. And, and I know I referenced this a lot, but back in the day, you know, let, let's just say for argument's sake, you know, back before big pharma existed back before there were, you know, all of these, you know, easy fixes and mind you, I'm using finger quotes, you know, you had shit that was natural, like the Peruvians who discovered that, dude, you know, coca leaves mashed up, you know, cured a lot of shit. Of course, it got you higher than a motherfucker, but, you know, it cured a lot of stuff. You know, their natural healing is so much better because it comes from the earth. It is of the earth. And obviously, you know, we were never meant to put a whole lot of the stuff we put in our bodies in our bodies. And also certainly not in the quantities that we're putting them in. Right. Um, I mean, I think that's what, you know, and we'll go back to the last episode and we'll talk about seed oils for a second. Um, be, now, what, where do they come from? Well, they come from plants, right? Which, okay, that doesn't sound like it's bad. Well, um, 
Yeah, but we're, but you're also consuming it with a bunch of other stuff. Um, you're consuming it with the the natural plant matter, which itself might be problematic. And you know, there's some debate about that. Uh, just remember that plants don't have uh, they don't have legs, so they can't um, they they can't avoid you, and so they they commit biochemical warfare against you uh, to prevent you from you know eating them or whatever, um, or at least not eating them the you know all the way. So um, yeah, so there so there you're getting there may be there may be some benefit to it uh, that you know or or you know you're taking it with a bunch of other stuff that is it's designed to be together, right? Whereas you you know with with the seed oils you're extracting this one thing in 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 high volumes and packing in everything, right? And so you're getting it you're getting this the the stuff that's in these seed oils in massive quantities, and guess what? That's that's not good, right? Your body's gonna you're, you're, yeah the more the more processing you have to do to extract the benefit of something, the less benefit it actually reaps. Yeah, exactly. And you know, you want to eat it, you want to eat it and consume it in its natural form. That's really what you want to do with any of this stuff. Right. It's and so, um, yeah. So it's, you know, again, which actually brings me to something someone uh, said, sorry, yeah, go ahead. I didn't mean to cut you off. No, go ahead. No, go ahead. It brings me to something somebody said in the, in the uh, chat last night about stevia. Uh, I don't know if anyone's ever encountered the stevia plant. It is phenomenal. It is an app. When it comes to natural sweeteners, that thing is top tits. Now, don't get me wrong. The processing they use to create the white powder that you mix into your coffee or whatever. Yeah, stay the fuck away from that. Because again, the more you have to process something, the worse it is. But just taking a leaf of stevia and muddling it and putting it like, say, in some tea. Now, obviously, you would probably have to take, you know, several good amounts of leaves and muddle them and then you know strain your tea through them but i'll tell you it's all natural the universe and the earth provide blessed be yes they do and uh, you just have to uh, um learn uh you know what the, what to take and and when and and yeah and it works it works wonders i mean uh, i'm not going to deny that um yeah and it's and that's and yeah ice cube soup says in the no agenda tour room he says that yeah um it's uh, it's unnecessary. And in fact, that's actually something that's kind of been, uh, let's say we talked about this uh, on, on episode five, which you can, uh, you can go to lowestpodcast.net and, and, and find the links to subscribe and all of that. Um, but here's, but here, here, yeah, it's, I think if you're eating stevia raw, that's fine. I mean, it starts maybe less, maybe less of it, but maybe you're not going to eat as much of it either. But um, oftentimes the, the artificial. Well, that's why I said strain your, strain your tea through it, you right. know, put it in, Put it in a thing and pour your tea through. Yeah. Not necessarily, um, you know, chew, although I have. I mean, I've chewed a stevia leaf. I'm, yeah. uh, you know, I'm not ashamed of that. And it was quite an enjoyable process. Yeah. Uh, I first learned about it, in all fairness, at an apothecary that was run by a woman that I knew, lovely woman. And yeah, that's another thing, too. You know, if you're a tea drinker, folks, find you a health store, find you an apothecary that has loose tea. Um, you know, you would be amazed at the interesting things you can add to your loose tea. I actually recently bought some rose hips to put with my black tea and some chamomile. And there's just so much out there that, that, that Mother Nature and the Earth provides that you can do. You know, instead of taking a pill for your anxiety, grab a cup of chamomile. And, and you know, it, if you don't have a fireplace, queue up the tube and uh, put a fireplace on your phone. You'd be amazed how quick your anxiety can go right down to normal levels. Throw on your, you know, your favorite music. There are so many natural ways that we can alleviate the issues that we experience without popping a pill or taking an injection. 
Yeah, exactly. And that you've got to, and you've got to do that. It's there's, there are, and yeah. And, and, you know, part of my health journey was realizing that, uh, you know, that this time last year, the way I was dealing with things was not, was not healthy. And, and I certainly didn't want to take drugs or whatever. And so I, you know, I turned, I turned inward and I, I, um, you know, got rid of some of the things in my life that were causing noise and, and, um, and causing me stress. And, and now I'm, uh, and, I've, and I've done a bunch of stuff too. And, and, you know, this podcast is kind of part of that journey too. It's right. It's really articulating some of the stuff that I'm, that I've, that I, uh, that I've learned and have yet to learn, right. Because, because it's, it's a process that, uh, to try and, um, come to terms with all of the stuff that's happening and, and, and find a way to, um, you know, quiet the noise and, and deal with, and, 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 I don't know, just be, just be open and accepting and, and uh, at peace with the way things are rather than trying to change everything, you know, every little thing to, to, to suit your whims. Um, but uh, just, just come to peace with everything. Um, and, yeah, and, and sometimes you just have to take your hands off the wheel. Like I talked about last night, you know, we, we hold on so tight in our lives and sometimes we just need to take a step back and remember that the universe has us. All we have to do is trust and and it'll work out. It might not do what you want it to do, but you know what? In the end, it's going to be what was best for you, and you'll realize that. Oh yeah, I, I agree. And uh, yeah, I think there's a bit of that. Uh, I think you got a bit got a bit of that going on. Um, uh, in terms of uh, yeah, it is. Yeah, you have to. I mean, and I think I think there's times where you do have to take the wheel, right? It's it's not a but. Uh, I don't think you, I don't think you, you can't control everything. Um, and some things you do have to kind of nudge in the right direction, but, but ultimately you're right. The, uh, um, you know, you have that, uh, yeah, if you, the universe is going to tell you what, uh, what you, what you need to be doing. You just have to shut up and listen. And yeah, I'm writing that down as a show title. Um, because you beat me to it. Yeah. Well, it's because I knew when I said it, that I'm going to have to write it down as a, that I'm going to have to write it down as a show title. You know, this is a, we, we, great minds think alike. Um, yeah. Loosen your grip. Exactly. Uh, speed bump. I, I agree with that. Um, and something that ice cube soup said that I hadn't gotten back to yet. Um, yeah, uh, actually, you know, as far as the, as far as like sweeteners and stuff, yeah, all the artificial sweeteners do is, uh, yeah, it just continues the sugar addiction and you're better off getting rid of the, you know, like getting rid of all that stuff. And honestly, like, tell you what the, you know, like aspartame sends me to the bathroom. Uh, so, um, and I figured that out after after some experimentation, and I realized that that's probably not a, um, yeah. It, that first of all doesn't feel good, um, and uh, and second of all, ew, gross. Um, so yeah, I'm gonna. Uh, so I've just stopped consuming that because, and, and it's also been addictive. I, you know, I've also, I've often said that an open packet of gum is an empty packet of gum for me because. Uh, because that you, I just, I just get addicted to it, and that's uh, yeah. I, sh- I should, I should play yeah, the Oreo. Erythritol is disgusting. Well, yes, all those fake sugars are bad, and I think, I, I, I think I now have to. I'm going to have to pull this up because. Um, you know, and you can say this about food too. I, I played this last night, but uh, this is uh, one of those, um, you know, one of those uh, famous clips that they've played on No Agenda a few times. Oreos are just as addictive as cocaine. Yeah, um, yeah, and actually, I think they've even done tests and find out that sugar is even more addictive than cocaine. Um, and yeah, if you actually see what's in Oreos, then uh, um, you know that's just you just don't want to do that. So, um, but. yeah, and and quite honestly, um, if y'all want to weigh on weigh in on this topic, we would absolutely love to hear from you. Two five three two three seven three three two one. Leave us a voicemail. Um, you know, talk about your experiences with, uh, you know, good or bad, you know, we're, we're all fair here, um, with big pharma or natural, 
um, healing, uh, nat- you know, natural things that you put in your body because we're we're not trying to be biased here. You know, e- even though we, you know, we hate big pharma, fuck big pharma. But um, yeah, I mean, there are like Phone Boy said, there are actually some things for you know acute conditions that, as as good as our bodies are and as good as nature is, sometimes you just need you know you just need a little help. And let's not forget, you know, you were mentioning antibiotics. You know, antibiotics are actually created uh, from mold. So technically, in a small way, their origins do uh, do exist in nature. Yeah, they do. Um, and yeah, we actually do have a couple of voicemails, but um, but we want to get to the end of what we, what we have. So um, so I got through my stuff, and so we will have links in the show notes to the stuff that we've talked about here um, for sure. Um, so uh, do you? So was there? Do you had? Do you had other things to go into or? Well, I, I think we kind of um, we kind of bounced back and forth. Yeah, we did. Um, you know, I, and I can tell you, okay, a little insight into Phoenix, and this is not a proud day, and it actually contributed to the fact that I, you know, I do have diabetes, and I am trying to reverse it and get off of the fat man cocktail. But um, yeah, I actually became diabetic not because of being overweight but because I ended up with an addiction to Hall's cough drops, the menthol uh, type. And I mean that in the most serious, honest way. It is not a joke. I used to literally eat bags upon bags of them on the daily uh, while I drove. And, oh, yeah, oh, boy, it was it was rough. And it um, it took such a toll on my body. It's, um, you know, it caused me, you know, to to become diabetic. It ruined my teeth. Um, I, I suspect because, you know, of the diabetes. And one day I just finally was like, what am I doing? And I put them down and I didn't pick them back up because I don't necessarily have a, an addictive personality, thankfully, but that was one thing that I couldn't get away from. And I know that, you know, may not necessarily be, you know, con- contributing to a big pharma necessarily but it's there's just shit that can be so easy you know i mean mine happened to be hall's cough drops but for other people you know especially in my lovely state of tennessee where we have a horrible uh, opioid epidemic you know it you get a prescription because maybe you wrenched your back or you know whatever and the next thing you know, you're jonesing. You know, you're in a Suboxone clinic because you just can't kick it. And it's like Big Pharma wants that. That's what's so sick and disgusting is that. And and if you if you watch um, again on Netflix, you know Michael Keaton and the documentary Dope Sick that talks about you know the the opioid epidemic. It's it's a very it's a serious thing. And they are so easy to get hooked on. And it's an absolute bear to try to get back off of them. And you would think, you know, in in the sense and in the honor of humanity that, you know, how can a drug company, how how do they sleep at night? Quite honestly. Yeah, I don't know. Because on beds of cash, that's how the fuck they sleep at night. Beds of cash. Yeah, beds of cash is a a potential show title. 
Right. So, and, and it's just very, very, you know, it's scary. It's really scary how something that is meant to be, you know, finger quotes, helpful can be so harmful and damaging and you don't even realize it. You know, you get, you get a Percocet or a Vicodin or an Oxy prescription because, you know, something happened and you just, you know, you need a little bit of help to relieve that pain. And before you know it, one turns into two, two turns into four. I mean, Jamie Lee Curtis talked about the addiction that she had to, um, to pharmacological. I can't remember off the top of my head and, and shame on me for not having looked it up. Um, but I know she had, um, she had gotten, uh, in, into, you know, a really bad cycle. And, uh, thankfully she had a friend who had actually seen her. I guess she had kept the pills in her robe pocket and, you know, her friend saw her and, and kind of pulled her aside and said, look, uh, yeah, I know what's really going on here. And this isn't going to work out. This doesn't end well. I've been there. I've, I've, you know, I've seen the movie. I've, I've rode, I've rode that ride and, and you don't want to go down that road. And she credits that person with having saved her because she was on a very, very bad, dark path. And I mean, anybody out there, if you're struggling with an addiction, please, you know, get help. And I know that's a hard thing to say, but I'm going to tell you as someone who's had that addiction and couldn't talk to anybody about it. I mean, it was obvious to my family, you know, they, they'd find the empty, you know, cough drop wrappers, they'd find the empty bags. And I tried hiding it. You know, I had a bag that I kept next to my, my, uh, my recliner. And, you know, if no one was in the room, I'd sneak a couple, you know, but I mean, trust me, if you think no one sees, believe me, they do. And there's people out there who care myself, particularly, you know, if, if it's three in the morning and you just need somebody to talk to, because instead of taking that pill, you don't want to do so. Get a hold of me. I'm I'm there. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm, I'm there for you. Because I don't I don't want people to continue to be addicted to these, you know, toxic substances that big pharma is, you know, shoving down our throats. It's it's a disgusting thing. And I think as a community and, and as people, as as humans, we need to unite against this, you know, this horrible institution that is big pharma and stop them from killing the countless numbers of people that they're killing with their poisons. Yeah. It, and, and yeah, and I think that with all that stuff, I mean, I think it's, you know, and, that, and I would extend that to food too, because a lot of the food is basically drugs. Um, and, uh, Oh, you know, that is the truth. Like your Oreo comment. Exactly. Um, the, these foods are designed to be addictive and, you know, and then you're told to have them in moderation. And um, the reality is that you, th th for some things like, and, and, and Oreos is one of those things. And I, and I, and I talked about this on the last episode, my daughter had opened a bag of uh, a small bag of uh, Oreos in my car. And, and I had a very visceral reaction, like, Oh my God, I have to have one of those. Um, and this is after I'd been, you know, I'd been not on, you know, not eating them for a while. And she's like, well, you want one? I'm like, no, <laughs> that that's not going to end well. So, and, and I know that about myself, right? And so, you know, we... Yeah, they're like Lay's. You can't eat just one. Yeah, there's a reason, right? And in fact, there's a... And I think I remember hearing an episode, I think it was on 99% Invisible, about Doritos. Um, and uh, they were... that How they were they were basically... You know, initially, they weren't... They were, they were very bland, and then they figured out how to make them more addictive. And so, you know, that's... You know, again... Franken-food. Franken-food. Yeah, we talked about that on the last episode, so we're not going to get into that. But, um, 
but uh, but yeah, we that, did. Well, we did. We we did talk about it. As I say, we did talk about it in the last episode. Um, so, um, so is there anything else you want to cover before we go to voicemails? Um. Yeah. You know what? There is one thing I just want to say. Um. And this is actually online or um along the lines of you know making good choices and you know not putting shit in your body that you shouldn't. And anybody who listened last night heard me talk about my weight loss journey. And I would like to proudly announce to everyone that I have lost another nine pounds. I am one pound away from joining the 200 club. Thank you very much. Uh, a great job, Phoenix. That, that is, that is a, uh, that is worthy of a celebration. And in fact, let's see if I can, uh, let's see if I can uh, play something. Boogity, boogity, boogity. Amen. Amen. Fist bump. There you go. Thank you, phone boy. Thank you all. Yeah. Um, yeah. And that's, and as somebody who's uh, went through that journey myself, I can tell you that, yeah, it's a, um, that you, uh, it is a big, uh, it, it's, it's getting out of uh, the 300 club is, is a big deal. Um, and um, yeah, and it's, and it is something that you're, uh, that once you do that, it, yeah, it's, it, I mean, it doesn't, it, it may not necessarily get easier, but it's, uh, but yeah, it, you definitely feel better. Uh, and really, you don't even, that's the thing about, you know, the, it, it really, all of this stuff about drugs, it's kind of interesting that we ended up picking both of these topics. I don't think we were originally planning to do two shows but we did and it, and it turns out that these two shows kind of go together because it all comes down the to the universe which, man the universe the unit well the universe has been speaking uh, for sure um and i think that with all of this stuff yeah we i think it's 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 all stuff that we consume it goes into our body right and we have to have agency over that we have to know what we're consuming and what the impact of that is and if you don't know then don't consume it it's really simple um but and uh, read labels and read labels, yeah. And you also have to know how to read labels, and this is something that, uh, um, you know, that, that yeah, that I'm still learning, right? There's there's like 70 terms for sugar, by the way, in case you're curious. Um, the uh, I, I refer to them as the nutrition fiction labels um, because they because they're not really giving you the facts; uh, they're obscuring the facts. Uh, yeah, you want to know what natural flavors are? Yeah, you don't want to know what natural flavors are. There's a reason they hide it, uh, uh, among other things. So, um, okay. So, is there anything else before I go to the voicemails or? No, I think that's it. Uh, hit me with a voicemail. Hit you with a voicemail. Well, okay. So I guess I need to. I guess I need to do that. You know. All right. I've done that. Okay. So now I. Will... You know I love it when you whip me and beat me, phone boy. Oh, jeez. All right. Uh, we will. We will. Uh, we will play this voicemail here, um, and we'll see where we go. What up? Uh, my name is Zach Freitas. Um, night in the making. Getting there. Uh, Sir Frequency. Dreamer of the dreams. Night for the music. I already got my name figured out. Um, oh, my gosh. I, I really like your show. I was listening to No Agenda, uh, sh- show 1413, and uh, and then your show came on while I was riding my uh, scooter around. And I was just, like, really interested in the way that you two, two interact. I was like, this is a good vibe. It's about healing, and I'm try- trying to start my own healing process. I'm, like, living in my shadow right now, trying to preserve myself because shit went down. Like, I had to buy a gun, you know, fucking somebody tried to break in my house after I invited them from or uh, he's being an asshole because the girl that he wanted to get down with that night all of a sudden liked me a lot more because she's like he's hot when he's mad because they're being disrespectful anyways um yeah fantastic fun guy great movie um paul stranitz filled out paul stranitz is basically just like glorifies him he's cool I've, i met him at esalen i mean he like walked up as i'm playing guitar with with like some bum that lived there this hippie dude that was like all right and <laughs> Paul's like, uh, you know any Neil Young? I'm like, fuck, dude, it's early. Like, my voice is not ready for that shit right now. Sure, I played 
whatever, Calgary on the Sand or Old Man, whatever I want to play. And he's like, oh, cool, yeah. I was at his wedding. I'm like, all right, bro, like a fucking name drop right there. Like, oh, yeah, I know, I know Neil. Um, but, yeah, I, like, introduced myself to Paul later while he was emailing. He was pretty – he looked busy, so he was like, oh, yeah, cool. Yeah, you know who I am, Joe Rogan. Yeah, all right. Um, I'm a Roganite, by the way. But I listen to a no agenda religiously. You know, I listen live and all that. Um, what was I say? Oh, Michael Pollan wrote uh, How to Change Your Mind. I don't know if you've ever read that, but it's freaking awesome. I'm a big believer in psychedelics, and I still drink it, but um trying to change that. I'm moving to Bali, getting out of here. Ganesh had told me to go. Ganesh, no one's home. But, yeah, Michael Pollan was super nice. I met him at Eflin, too, and I just had to say, like, bye on the way out. Everyone wanted to talk to him. And, like, Paul, too. It was just, like, everyone went there for those dudes. They're, like, gurus. I could tell they're both kind of, like, whatevs. Um, but Michael was super nice when I met him. I just told him, like, your book changed my life. It really did. I just, you know, you're a great writer, and I just really enjoyed it. And he's just, like, so gracious. And he was asking me questions, you know. <laughs> I was just like, oh, like, you're sweet, dude. Like, how how cool. But, yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to send you some value. You guys uh, keep on rocking. I'm going to keep on listening to you guys. Hopefully this will wind up on episode seven, I guess. Um, yeah, I'm going to start my own podcast too, the Frequency Podcast or whatever. I don't know. Uh, all right, guys, rock on. Uh, you can look up my music if you want, Zach Freitas, the A-C-K-F-R-E-I-T-A-S. Um, I like I like Nirvana. and uh, Elliot Smith's my favorite songwriter. He's like the Beatles. And then we get to the three-minute mark. This is, this is the problem with Google Voice. You get a three-minute limit. So, um, well, well, thanks for the call. Um, and yes, thank you so much. That was awesome. And we appreciate your voicemail, your your value, your everything. And thank you for listening. Uh, we're, we're extremely jitty about being on the uh, No Agenda stream and, and garnering new listeners. This is, I said it last night, I'll say it again. Y'all are making a, a humble country girl's dream come true so thank you yeah i, I just wish uh adam curry said your name right but that's a that's a whole nother <laughs> that's a whole nother that's okay i have heard i've listened to no agenda enough to know neither him nor john can half the time get people's names right so much love to them and you know what maybe maybe it needs to be lena who knows maybe that's the university yeah speaking. that could be the universe speaking i think i'm i'm that'd be okay too um but uh yeah i think we should look at how, how you how to change your mind and, and i mean you know and we're i think it, it it actually sort of falls into um the the stuff that we're talking about here we're you know talking about sort of non-traditional ways of healing um and uh you know or, or maybe or maybe it's actually getting back to what the real traditions are not the uh you know not the big pharma version of healing or the big or the you know the medical systems version of healing but the the way that uh, people have healed themselves for centuries so um and yeah and i think i think psychedelics are part of that um i don't think they're nearly as scary as uh, people think um you know and, and no this, i i um unfortunately I, that's not something i have uh experience in i've never had um i've never had a trip on mushrooms i have had an acid trip um and unfortunately i think i'm way too damn structured um it really didn't do anything except for um play tricks with the light and uh yeah the floor melted uh i watched a swan swim across the um the wall out of a picture but other than that yeah not um not the scary shit that you hear about by by any stretch yeah exactly it's not nearly as bad and yeah that's as um i, I would rather people uh, smoke weed every day than uh than drink alcohol every day um 
So uh, for sure. Precisely. Uh, so uh, we are, yeah, we got a couple more voicemails here. Uh, if you want to join in the fun um, and, or maybe even call in live, uh, call uh, 253-237-3321 and uh, go ahead and, uh, and join us. And uh, we would, we would love to hear from you, but uh, we're going to get through the, we got two more voicemails. And uh, so we will play the next one. And uh, let me hit the, hit the button here, and uh, yeah, and maybe I'll maybe I'll smack you around a little bit. You know, do that. All right, we're good. And uh, Ooh, we... get me in a good spot. ITP. This is Dame Benmers. Um, Hi, Dame Benmers. So, just relating in on today's subject of drugs. Most of my issues are neurologically based. As such, with coupons, you can expect if you didn't have medical insurance to have to pay $10,461 for all of the meds that I'm on. Without insurance, without coupons, you're looking at double that. That is how freaking expensive drugs are. And some of these are very specific drugs that are only for certain conditions. So it's not like I can go out and say, hey, I want to go ahead and do this one. I want to do this one. I want to do this one. Nope. I am stuck with these specific drugs. And on top of that, I'll be honest with you, these drugs have actually helped keep me in check. Now, on top of that, I don't know how, and my doctors don't know how these drugs will relate with the vaccine. There's no way in hell I'm getting the vaccine if I don't know what it's going to do with my meds. Plus, the vaccine's too damn new. I mean, give me a fucking break. Anywho, so, yay. Love Big Pharma with my finger middle one in the air. Anywho, y'all take care. Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. Uh, stay warm. Ignore the snow. Bye. Oh, we love you, Dame Benrose. I'm glad you. Uh, glad we you, do. Yeah. Thank you, Dame Benrose. Yeah, and, and I, it's uh, you know, it's you know, here's what I have to here's what I have to say about Big Pharma. This is a scam. You know, we got we got to, we got to play that. Um, and, Boy, uh, is that the truth? Yeah, exactly. Uh, and uh, yeah, I think it's. Uh, and, and, and I, I think I can definitely uh, weigh, on, weigh in on that as well, you know. What the fuck is that? Because exactly. that's exorbitant when it comes to the amount of money that they're charging. Holy shit. That is mind blowing. They are out of their minds. Yeah, well, um, yeah, I agree, and that's and yeah, they, it's 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 scary what they make, and a lot of it's because of what they, they they have to charge those prices because the insurance. I mean, yeah, just funny because I had right. to submit a bunch of stuff to uh, my flexible spending account, and I see what the you know what the ER charges for something versus what the you know what the what the the negotiated price is versus what yeah, it's it's just it's a big mess. Um, oh, it, it's completely inflated, and you know it, it's funny. Um, Dame Brimrose's voicemail actually uh, triggered a memory that I have about the fact, and uh, I feel comfortable enough sharing with you know the the uh, the people in the Blossom and and out there in Gitmo Nation that um, I actually can't take birth control pills because the amount of fucking with my body it does. Like I'm a bitch on the norm, just <laughs> my everyday you know charming self. I take birth control pills and i turn into psycho bitch like no filter whatsoever if i think it i say it does it hurt somebody's feelings probably do i care nope and i have decided and it's actually been said to me by my husband that uh yeah i go anywhere near taking a birth control pill and uh there will be lawyers on retainer and papers on the table because i just turn into 
Ooh, real Jekyll and Hyde. And, you know, I don't, I don't like that about me. You know what I'm saying? I mean, there's a time and a place to be that person, but then there's also, you know, and then especially lately, you know, with, with all of the changes I'm making in my life that I don't need that. I don't want that, you know, healthy, clean living and being good to my body and not putting a bunch of pharma in it. Um, yeah, that's, that's going to help a lot. I mean, I'm not worried about, you know, the whole, the whole actual need, you know, I'm, <laughs> I'm 45 years old. Okay. The factory is shut down. Uh, there is no more production occurring. And, you know, if, if it comes to where there needs to be some protection, if you will, uh, yeah, God bless Trojan because I'm not putting my body or anyone around me through that. I don't like the, what it does to my hormones and I will not do that. Yeah. I don't blame you. Um, so two more, two show titles came out of that, a little rant, uh, papers on the table and healthy, clean living. Uh, that's what I wrote down. Uh, so yeah. And I, and I think it's, I like it. Yeah. I like those. Um, we'll see which one, of course we'll see which one we use. Um, and, uh, we do have one more voicemail. So let's, uh, let us, uh, let us go ahead and play. Said, give it to me, baby. Yeah, uh-huh, let, yeah, uh-huh. let me give it, let me give it to you. I'll, I'll give it to you real good. Um, uh, with, uh, you know, with, with some, <laughs> and we'll play that. All right. And then we'll hit the button. You know, CEC says that robo-tripping is a safe and effective measure for combating COVID-19. Just wanted to share that little tidbit of information right there. Hope it gets out there to the people that need to hear it. Um, I haven't really had too much experience with medications. I usually try and shy away from them. Um, I remember, like, my first uh, encounter with morphine. Decided never again. <laughs> Not uh, not my cup of tea. Pretty much all of the opioids, Percocets, um, uh, oxycodone. Um, they just make me violently sick. Can't keep anything down. No oh, boy, no. I actually gave away a bottle of Percocet. I mean, allegedly, legend has it in Minecraft. Gave away a bottle of Percocet one time because I was just like, these are garbage. I don't want them. These no good. I remember uh, one time I had this, and I might have told this story before on Hog Story, so apologies to anyone that's heard it, but uh, one time I was in the hospital, and they were giving me morphine and laxatives at the same time, and my friend's mom, who's an audiologist, came by to visit, and I had had a hell of a couple of days on that combination of medicine, and she came to visit, and she asked what all they'd been giving me, and she was like, they're giving you What? got all pissed off at the doctors, so no more of that. Oddly enough, the one medication that did help me rest when I was in the hospital was Benadryl. And I was like, I just need to sleep. I haven't been able to sleep in five days. Just give me enough Benadryl to knock me out. Worked like a charm. Probably the best week of, or best night of sleep I had that whole week. And the blossom. Well, thank you, Booberry. Uh, that is a that's that's a great stuff. And by the way, the the Google transcription of that, uh, the other garbage came up as a potential show title. There it is. There I like it. it. Yeah, I like. Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah, he was talking about Benadryl. And funny enough, you know, y'all have heard me talk about you know my mom being in the hospital with COVID. So, um, yeah, I get a apparently the first actual night, which would have been subsequently her birthday, December seventh. So, yeah, there's that. Um, 2.54 in the morning, 
these jerk-offs decide that they're going to give my mother Adderall because she's being fidgety. Well, she had an adverse reaction. I was not impressed. They waited six hours to tell me this. So I went up the doctor's ass and set up camp. And that began the fun. And ultimately, they decided to try to sedate her again with Haldol. Yeah, that was when I came unhinged on a nurse and screamed in the middle of public, stop fucking sedating my mother. And told her, from this point forward, the only thing you are allowed to give her is Benadryl. So that, you know, that triggered a memory for me. Because, yeah, I trust Benadryl just a touch more to kind of, you know, ease the situation. And funny enough, despite the fact it only lasted about an hour or so, um, that and soft restraints, they didn't sedate her anymore. And, yeah, I, I have, I'm still not sure I'm not getting a lawyer because what the actual fuck, folks. Yeah, no kidding. Um, and yeah, I mean, and that's, and I've actually, one of the things I used to take to sleep is Benadryl and I realized it wasn't that at a certain point it stopped helping me. Um, and, um, you know, and I, and, and I was, and I would take that for allergies anyway, but again, I got my getting your health back in order that you don't need nearly as much of that. So, um, yeah, I wish that, you know, and, and unfortunately I don't know that there's enough lawyers to solve the, the problem. Um, because it seems like yeah, the entire system is worked against us. But. Oh, of, of course. And, and you know, that's the beautiful thing that, not you know, people don't know. You know, I'm a really amazing networker, and um, I have no shame. Like, if, if you have information I need, uh, I will reach out to you. I will talk to you. And uh, I did have someone who said, hey, uh, just FYI, when you go to get her medical notes, request the doctor's notes, too. Because uh, that shit's not in the med notes. So, yeah, I currently have an envelope with not only her medical records, but also the doctor's notes. So I've got them by the balls if I decide to squeeze. Yeah, well, there you go. Uh, oh, yeah, and it doesn't hurt that Tennessee's a one-party state, which means that every phone call that I had with them, which, by the way, was recorded because uh, Reverend Cyber Trucker, shout out to the Rev, uh, turned me on to an amazing phone recorder. And as long as you're not on a Bluetooth device, it actually records both your and their side of the conversation. And as long as you are, as long as the call is originating in the state, in this case, Tennessee, um, which is a one-party state, you don't have to tell them, hey, dickhead, you're being recorded. So yeah, I've got, between that and the documentation, I'm pretty sure that I could um, <laughs> exit strategy. Yeah, exactly. We, we could all use an exit strategy. That's for sure. Um, yeah. So um, anyway, we've um, so I think um, I, I think we've, we've gotten through our voicemails. We've actually got we, we're actually at a good 90 minutes, I think. But um, but we're going to hang out on the wow, stream. Wow, that went fast. Yeah, well, it always does. You know, this is a time. It does. Time. I guess. Like they say, time flies when you're having fun. Yeah, time flies fast when you're having fun. So, um, so I've opened, I've actually opened up the Google Voice. If you want to call in on two five three two three seven three three two one, we'll we actually will take live calls, but we will do it. Um, we'll probably we'll probably end the show and then hang out on the stream, and we'll go ahead and uh, we'll leave it uh, we'll leave it going as far as uh, as far as that, and we may release it as a, as a. Um, you know, because I'm sure we'll talk afterwards, but I think we've, uh, we've, ex we've, we uh, usually do. yeah, we always do. Yeah. There's, or, and play music and all that stuff. But, um, but, um, but yeah, I think we've, uh, I guess, I, I guess I should actually go find the music that we play because there's that, you know, three quarters of a bottle of wine down. Um, three quarters of a bottle of wine down. I'm almost the entire bottle uh, down. Um, Damn it. We're luscious. <laughs> yeah. We're luscious. I guess I'm writing that down as a show title. Um, uh, you know, there's, there's always, there's always that. Um, uh, 
yeah, there's, except I, except I'm going to spell it right if we actually use it. But, um, so, all right. You know, Kiwi Blade, I've been trying to convince Phone Boy that we need to do a bonus episode because there's just an ass tone of com, you know, commentary and content that occurs in the post show all the time. It's just, I mean, it's, it's lit much like love. Yeah. Well, love is lit. And I, I agree with that. So, um, and um, yeah, so I think we will. Um, so again, we, for for uh, so thank you, No Agenda Stream. Uh, we appreciate all of your uh, time, and we're gonna um, and uh, yeah, well, we might keep the might keep the streaming on the No Agenda Stream for a little bit, but uh, we but uh, yeah, as long as there's no objections, I don't care. Yeah, that's up that's up to, that's up to Sir Bemrose because he appreciates the uh, live content versus the non-live content. But uh, um, you know, we want to make sure that we're respectful of all that. So. Uh, we're gonna absolutely we don't want to step on anybody's toes or time slots yeah so exactly i don't think anybody's on after that oh wait a minute i hit the wrong button again (sighs) yeah anyway sorry sorry folks i blame the wine i need to download i need to download donald trump's your fired clip exactly so um but in any case uh we appreciate your feedback uh, at phoneboy at lotuspodcast.net phoenix at lotuspodcast.net um we uh you go to go to lotuspodcast.net to find all the ways to subscribe and all of that um i have the phone lines opened up here we're going to hang out for a little while and uh, maybe take some calls and just chat um but uh, with with all of that uh, said, we are we are at the end of our end of our little episode here. Uh, thank you, No Agenda Stream, for uh, for hosting us, and uh, thank you to all of the pedal heads out there for listening and, and supporting us. And uh, we hope we picked up a few new listeners as a result of being on the No Agenda Stream right after No Agenda. Uh, but uh, until next time, I am Phone Boy, and I am Phoenix, and we'll see you next time. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye.